This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Google Profitability-Movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. What does it take to be a super salesperson? One who is laser focused on your company's moose. Moose? What's a moose? My guest today, Kay Miller, will explain your sales, excuse me, will explain who your salespeople's mooses are and how to make them uncopyable and highly effective salespeople. Kay, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you so much, Ruth. It's great to be here. I have been so looking forward to this. <laughs> well, me too. And I have to say that when we had dinner in Seattle, I don't know, a couple of years ago, and you said, you've got to write a book. You, yeah. you know, I delivered. So <laughs> yes, you did deliver. And, you know, let's, the reason, you know, Kay and I got together was because of her husband, Steve's book called Uncopyable. And I that year I gave it to all of my clients and we used it for annual meeting and one of them called Kay and wanted it on audio. And that's how Kay and I started talking. Right. 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 And, and uh, that book did become, you know, an audible book, audio book. And then, you know, as we, we talked this through, uh, we thought it would be great to apply the uncopyable concepts to sales, which is my background. Yes. And it's a perfect fit. And I was, you know, I was like, hey, you got to write this book. <laughs> and she did it. Yay. I know. I wish and, I did everything. Yeah, tell me something else to do because that was very helpful. <laughs> so and copyable is is really and truly how you differentiate yourself and how you make set yourself apart. But you also make sure that you're focused and laser focused on your moose. So with that, let's explain moose to everybody. OK, that would be a great place to start. Um, when you talk about your target market, you know, people have talked about avatars or just defining your tar target market. We talk about it like animals in the forest. So if you were a moose hunter, which I am not, I'm more like a, you know, the thing, the only thing I hunt for is a pair of shoes, maybe. But um, <laughs> if you were to be a hunter of moose, you would want to go exactly to where moose live. You would want to have the right kind of ammunition and a moose gun and moose bait and you would want to really know about who you know your moose as much as you could because you'd be wasting your time if you were out finding deer or bear or rabbits or anything else that would be a total waste of your time and energy and resources so that to, to steve and i is a great analogy for thinking about your target market and really honing in on who you want and not, you know, just shotgunning everything else, really knowing how, who you want to target, who your best customers are, who the next best customers can potentially be is really going to make the best use of your time and make you the most sales. Mm -hmm. And so finding a moose is almost looking at your past customer base for starters and to see what, what's similar amongst them, correct? That's a great place to start because instead of just, you know, looking up the window and say, oh, who should I sell? Analyzing your current customers. And as I mentioned in the book, asking your current customers, why do you buy? And I think that is such a powerful question because we, we assume that we know 
or we just don't bother to ask. Um, and our current customers can give us huge insights into who our best moose are, the ones that we can go after. And it's, you know, everybody does age, income, you know, goes and buys a mailing list or something like that. And the reality is, is you've got to even target more than that. Find out, you know, who's your customer? Why are they buying? And ask them, why yes. do you buy from us? Right. And that will give you probably really good ideas of, of number one, how to do your marketing. And number two, who your moose is. Right. And, you know, I mean, I like the saying that, you know, whoever can spend the most to get a customer wins. Well, of course, you're not going to spend a lot of money to get a customer if you're just blasting, but, you know, blasting out to everyone. But you, if you have a good idea of who a good moose would be for you, then you can spend more time, you know, on the marketing part, getting them to raise their hand, and then also the sales part, getting them to say yes, getting them to buy. Absolutely. All right. I want to talk a, a little bit because the, the book has Uncopyable Sales, which is the name of the book. It's coming out May 18th, is it? Something like something like that, as long as paper supplies hold. <laughs> yeah, minor Cross details. Cross my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> the supply chain. <laughs> Absolutely. So assuming that we can find a moose, I want to I want you to talk through your very first sales experience. Because this really shows what you owners who are out there listening, what some of your salespeople actually go through. I would love to tell that story. And I would like to also, before people like turn the podcast off and say, why am I listening to this <laughs> crazy woman? Um, I did go on after this first experience to become the number one salesperson in an automotive uh, company. It was Walker Mufflers, which is exhaust and cat catalytic converters, very male dominated. I was one of very few women. So I, I did that. That was my accomplishment, but things didn't start out so great. And I think this is a really good message for all of us salespeople who feel like, you know, we are failures, you know, are disastrous, right? No, failures are just stepping stones along the journey. And, and really failures mean that you have put yourself out there. You have, you know, pushed yourself and that's how you really make more sales. So I had early in my career, I wasn't selling mufflers. Actually, this is the first job I had selling hardware. So I was calling on lumber yards and hardware stores. And there was a big lumber yard that I'd set my sights on. I'd investigated them. I, you know, got the lay of the land. I talked to different people. I knew they were a big player. So I wanted to go in and call on them. And I thought, okay, I'm going to just call on them in person and then try to get an appointment and just say, you know, oh, can we set up a time so that I can learn about you? So I wasn't going to make a cold call to sell on them, sell them. So I at the time had just taken ownership of my brand new company car which was so awesome. <laughs> I'd been driving a, an old 69 Volkswagen for years, all through college. I, they, they told me to go, go to this one dealership and pick up my brand new Buick Skylark. So I had this silver Buick Skylark. I loaded it up. I drove into the lumber yard. I, you know, I'd cased everything out. And when I drove in, I saw all this activity all these and it was men and they were all men 
and that a load of lumber had just come in. And so they were all buzzing around, unloading lumber and stacking them here and, you know, buzz, buzz, buzz. And here I drive in with my silver Buick Skylark. Yeah, I'm like 25 years old. I've got my little briefcase that my parents gave me and I've got my bow tie, you know, on my pin to my, the neck of my shirt. So I'm all prepared and I'm going to go in and just meet the owner. And I pulled into the parking lot and I just froze. I, my face turned bright red. My palms started sweating. I felt like everyone was staring at me and I put the car in reverse and backed out and just thought I'll pretend I'm just turning around. And I literally drove away from my first sales call. I was so ticked off. I won't say the words that went through my head, but oh my gosh, it was so humiliating because I had really sold this company on hiring me. So that was my very first sales call. I say it was a disaster. But you went back and you actually got the order. I did. I went back and in the book, I do talk about dealing with fear and whether you talk, call it call reluctance or just downright fear of making calls, especially when it's something that really can give you a big, you know, has a big opportunity. Um, you just have to do it. The, the only way to get past that fear is to do it. And at that point, I thought, I don't care what happens. I don't care who stares at me. I am going back in. I did meet the owner. And yes, a few people stared at me, but I said, can I come in and set a, a time to get to know you, get to know about your business? And we did that. And, you know, a few calls later, he bought a small display of, of our hardware and eventually had a much bigger display. So just because you fail doesn't mean you are a failure. Absolutely. All right. So before break, I want you, you had said that you have an opportunity for everybody to to get a piece of the book. I think the moose section, right? The moose, yes. The, all right. So how do they do that? Well, uh, you can email me. I invite you to email me. My name is Kay Miller. That's I'm the author of this new book, Uncopyable Sales Secrets. And if you email me, Kay, which is K-A-Y, at uncopyablesales.com, I will send you the chapter of the book that is all about finding and defining your moose, your perfect target. Terrific. And we will be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. You can't. That's what my daughter Kate told me when I said I wanted to make financials fun. The gauntlet was laid down. The red blanket was waved in front of the bowl. Ronin the Rubber Duck was born. This ebook is a whimsical look at financials from a duck's perspective. To get this fun, easy to read Kindle book, go to Amazon and search for Ronin the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. That's R O N A N, the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. Let me know if I made financials fun for you. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm speaking with Kay Miller, who has just written the book uncopyable sales secrets and Kay has a really cool offer for you to get a piece of the book about the moose which we were just talking about before the break and how to identify your moose by emailing her k at sales secrets Un uncopyable sales k I'm sorry uncopyable sales i know dot com uncopyable sales dot com okay 
I screwed up. No problem. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about being uncopyable. How do we do it? Well, the book is packed with a lot of different ways to do it, but let's focus on one, one uh, set of things that you can do to stand out to your moose. Uh, as Ruth asked me, is the color of my book orange? And yes, it is. It's actually orange with some black, but our branding color for our company is orange. And every time I speak or do a webinar, I wear orange. Um, all of our products, our giveaways are orange. And that has been huge for us. We have literally gotten sales because people think of us when they see the color orange. Um, if you can, you know, if you have a color, go big with it. That's what I said, what I would say. Um, you can also choose, you know, words and phrases that are, that make you stand out. Um, you know, Kelly, we, we have a daughter named Kelly, another K word. I know Ruth, your daughter's is Katie, right? Or Kate? Kate. Mm -hmm. Kate. And we call ourselves Kelly's dad and Kelly's mom. And people love that. Um, I think that when we, when, when our customers see different companies and salespeople, even if you watch commercials on TV, how many times do you look at the commercial and then you think, what were they advertising? Does that happen to you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yes. So you, you know, what I say, what Steve and I say is look at what everyone else is doing and don't do it because so many uh, companies do the same thing. How, take a look at your business card. If you, someone uh, has your business card, will it look like everyone else's business card or will it really stand out? Um, is there something that you can, that you could give them? I mean, Ruth had an example um, of something that one of her customers is, has done. You know, if you can think of a creative giveaway to give to your customers, something small that reminds you, them of you, that will stand out in their mind, um, that you can be uncopyable. It doesn't take a whole bunch of things. You know, one company that we work with uh, has the, the hashtag relentless. That's not a hugely creative word, but they go big with it. They use it in everything. They are relentless. So that way, whenever someone sees that word, they think of this particular company. Uh, yep. And all right. So those of you who are asking, you know, what did this contractor do? All right. Here's what they did. And at the end of every job, they were in an area where there was a lot of pottery. So they picked out a cookie jar. And at the end of the job, had the customer's name stenciled on the front, fired the cookie jar. Their name and contact information was in the top, you know, when you lifted up the top of the cookie jar. They put the cookie jar, they put cookies in the cookie jar and delivered it to the homeowner. And where does it sit? In the kitchen on the counter. So when people come by, oh, I love your cookie jar. And it starts a conversation. It is uncopyable. Right. And if someone else tried to copy that, it would be so obvious. Um, I have a, a idea that just popped in my head that a flooring person, a flooring uh, contractor probably did. Um, this is a few years ago. I don't know if he still does it. But when he goes into a person's house to do a job, he would take a picture of the dog. A lot of times the owners weren't there. And then he'd post them on Facebook and say, here's our employee of the week or something like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. They loved it. So if there's something that you can think of that's just a little different, it can really make 
you know, a difference in how your customer remembers you and attaches to you. And and that's important. And, I, and we want to do it morally, legally, and ethically, right? I mean, we're not doing right. something that's shady or anything like that. Exactly. But if you, if you can have fun with the customer, if you can do something that makes you different um, and things that will make you stand out from the other two bids that they are getting, for example, and just so that, number one, they trust you, number two, they know you, number three, Three, they have a way to remember you easily. It works, and that's what Uncopyable about is all about. And I apologize that I screwed up the name of the book. Uncopyable <laughs> Sales. No, that's all right. UncopyableSales.com, okay. which is different than the the than name the book. of the book. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Kate, let's let's talk through another story that's in the book. I mean, you talk about many different things that people have done over the years to actually make themselves uncopyable. Is there one story that stands out? Well, probably my signature story would be what I did for a customer uh, when I did not really know my product, mufflers. Uh, this was early in my career and I studied and I learned, I went through the training and did everything I could to learn about the product, but I just really didn't feel like I had the credibility when I went in and talked to a customer about installing a muffler. Um, I was selling to distributors, but then they had their muffler shop customers. So I went to one of these muffler shops and said, will you teach me to install a muffler system? And of course they got a huge kick out of that because I'm this young woman, you know, and, and I looked like the last person you would see installing a muffler. And I actually had a really good time with that story. It turned out, you know, I, it got me a whole lot of respect. I don't know that I have time to tell the whole story, um, but uh, they told me to go get some steel toe boots, which I did. When I went into the shop that day, they gave me all this welding equipment and took me step by step through installing this muffler. Now, as I tell in the book, this was back in the 80s. And if you remember that far back, the movie Flashdance had just come out mm -hmm. and Jennifer it starred Beale. Jennifer Beals mm -hmm. and who is just gorgeous. And in the opening scene of Flashdance, when you pan in, there is a welder that you can't see who it is, but somebody is welding like on an assembly line. And it turns out after she takes her welding hat off that it's Jennifer Beals and she looks gorgeous. So as I was welding under this car, I thought, oh, I'm just like Jennifer Beals. <laughs> and, and, but you know, the thing is, I didn't realize is welding is really hot. I should have figured that out with all the fire and sparks. So when I took my welding helmet off, I happened to catch my reflection in the sink above, or in the mirror above the utility sink. And as I describe it, I pretty much looked like a wet sewer rat. <laughs> my hair was totally stuck to my head. My cheeks were bright red. My mascara was running down my cheeks. So it became a signature story for me. And I told that story everywhere. People told it to each other. And it really proved that I was willing to walk a mile in my customer's shoes. And I've encouraged other salespeople to Go out to your customer or, you know, go to your factory where they manufacture things. Do something that that goes above and beyond to show that you really are committed to understanding the customer from their perspective. Right. 
Absolutely. So if you would like the section of the book that talks about moose and how to define your moose, go to k at uncopyablesales.com. Perfect. Yay. I love it. Kay, I love th- it. Thanks so much for being with us. I appreciate it, Ruth. Thank you so much. And I look forward to doing this sometime again. That will be fun. And thank you all for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770 729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.